Monday, Dafyud Aleph. We are up to the Gemara here, Omar Shmuel. It's about 15 lines on the top of the page, beginning of the line. So <clears throat> we discussed before that you can give the carcass back to the Nizik, to the victim, and use that as a form of payment. And the Chiddush is that even though it's devalued since the time of the damage, we say that uh, you can give back the carcass and use it the old value. In fact, we said some achlekes tonight. Possibly. And then Ingmar rejected that. So, Oma Shmuel, so Shmuel, Ein Shamin, he says, we do not assess don't give back the carcass. Only for Nezikin, for Vigna Nezikin, but not for Ghana, not for Gaza. What exactly does that mean? Big Machlaik is actually four different opinions. Just tell you two. Rashi and a whole bunch of Rashadim learn. It means that, as the Gemara later on explains, that Shmuel holds Shinid kind of. If a Ghana steals something and makes any changes, no longer the original form, it belongs now to the Ghana and he has to pay the full amount to the victim. Because it says, you should bring back the stolen item and return it the, the, the way it was stolen. But if it changes the way it was stolen, you no longer return it, you have to pay back. So Rashi therefore learns, Ain Shaman means that you cannot pay with the carcass because since the Ganath was kind as soon as he stole it and then it died, he cannot just give back the carcass. And according to Rashi, he cannot even give back the carcass as a, as a, as we said before, Subin, you're allowed to give Shavakas, he can't even do it as that. We have a Pasik, Chaim Shnaim Yishalim, or Rehesha Gazela, Tayshas agrees, cannot pay him. Other Rashayim learn, of course, you can pay back. The carcass, but the chiddush here is not like by nazikin that we say we look at the moment that it was damaged, even though it was devalued at the time of payment. We consider it the value what it was originally. When it comes to Ghana, we don't consider the value when you stole it. We consider the value as to when you're actually using to pay. That's, that's the second way, and the um, and the Rambam. Is, is, in its own right, is difficult. Maga Mishnah, they all talk about it. But the Ramos used to say that it's up to the, nig- the Nignit whether he wants the carcass back or not. The Gemara then continues, and he says the same thing applies to a shoyal. Now, we're not sure what he means. That what? Is a shoyal like in the Zikin, and therefore you can, you know, the shoyal borrowed something and an accident happened and you're responsible. Can you pay back with the carcass itself, like by the Zikin? Or do we say, no, you're like Galif and the cousin, and you can't. The Abba Mayuli and Abba Rav agrees with me. So Ibailu were asking, are you saying Afla Shoyal Shamit for Shoyal? Also, we can assess the carcass and get paid back with the carcass, or if it was devalued, we pay the original price. The Abba Mayuli and he agrees. That by a borrower, you cannot pay back with the carcass. Abba Mayuli. And some of the Akharanian want to say it depends on the question, which will come up as we learn a number of times later on. Of Kamamatsi, and that is, when does a shoyal become a shoyal? According to Taisa, it seems we're only talking about a shoyal. According to Nash, we're talking about all shamerim. We're just giving an example. For example, a shoyal. If an accident happens, he's responsible. There's two ways of understanding it. That as soon as the shoyal borrowed the animal, the animal now became the shoyal. And how does he pay? He becomes the owner. The shoyal becomes now the owner. How does he pay it back when he brings the animal back? But if there was an onus, he cannot pay, then he was responsible from the first day he took it. Mishas Meshicha, he became responsible. Just he can pay back if the animal's still alive. 
Others learn no. As long as the animal is alive, you have no obligations to the shaman other than giving back the animals. Only when the animal dies, starts the chiv. So if the animal, as soon as you took it, it became yours, then you cannot pay back the, the carcass because it's yours. Why should the nigna take, why should the, the, the masha, the lender, take it back? But if you learn that all along it belonged to the lender, it's only when the accident happens that it transfers ownership, so I can give the carcass back because the carcass was actually the owner's. Anyway, so Gemara concludes. First, we want to ask, Toshma coming in. Who got was a person to show Nagam borrowed a candle from his friend, a candlestick, Tavra broke it. Also, Kabbat, I want to go to the Rav, what should he do? Amalei Rav, Zil, Sholim, Le Nagam, Ma'al, paying the full price of a Nagam. So, according to Rashim, he's literally, you got to pay him a full candle, don't give the broken pieces back. Or, according to the other opinion, you can give the broken pieces back, but you got to make sure that you pay the, the difference between the broken pieces and the full candle, what is today. Shmamana ain't rubbing. So here's isn't that proof that ain't shaman, because right now the Gemara says you have to give back the candle. You cannot give back the broken pieces. In other words, a shoil just like a gana. Because of Kanavasi argued with Rab and they said to Rab, Dinahochi, is that the law? The Shosik and he was quiet. Sometimes we say when Rab was quiet, that means he's, he didn't he didn't concede to them at all. He maintained his opinion. Shmam and Hashemin. This proved that the halach is actually you could give back the broken pieces. Itma we learned. Amar Ula said. Amar Ablaza. Shemin leganif legazan. You can return the broken pieces, even to a ganif and even to a gazan. You can give back the pieces because he holds that shiurim is not koina, and therefore the item still belongs to the victim. So it breaks. You can give it back to the victim and just pay the difference. And the puppy Amar ain't shemin. No, Shini is kind of more said the Tariches since Shimi or Tarizalud that since Shini is kinda, because Shini means that it becomes a ganas, and you can no longer pick back the broken pieces. Hilchasa ain't shaman, loyal ganav, loyal gazan, you cannot give the back the carcass. I will destroy all shaman, but the shell you could. Kidder of Kahanda and Rabasi, not like Rab. Now that we mention Ulu, the name Rabbalah, we're going to mention a few other things. Omer Ulu, Omer Rabbalah, Shilya, you have an, a sack, an, you know, an, um, an embryonic sack. follows. A woman gives birth. It depends on male or a female. For a male, the first seven days, or she's tame, regardless of whether she saw blood or not. And after that, the next 33 days, everything that she sees is always tired. She touches things, she's tired. And after 40 days, then she's she's tummy again. So she goes to the mikvah. When it comes to uh, females, 14 days, and then 66, and then after 80, she has to go ahead and go to the mikvah. So what happens if the... the that, <clears throat> so only this, if she gave birth. What happens if the if the embryo, what do you call the sack, came out partially? Now, we're not sure... If every single, and then if you look at the sack, you don't really see uh, a fetus because maybe it disintegrates. And we're going to see that two possible ways of learning. One is that the fetus fills the entire sack, just so you don't see it, or the fetus does not fill the entire sack. So it's a question when the, the part of the sack came out, whether the fetus is in there at all. And even if the fetus fills the entire sack, the question is if the majority of the fetus came out and as if it gave birth, or if it didn't majority, then she did not give birth yet. So, if Shilia, Shiyatsa, Mikzasa, part came out, so we are not sure, you know, um, what, what came out with it. Mikzasa, Yosheni, part the second day, so we'll be machmer, and we say, you know what, maybe the first day, 
most of the majority of the child of the fetus came out, and therefore she's tummy from the first day. Omla Rabbi, you think that's a stringency? You think it's a stringency? It's a stringency. It's a stringency that becomes lenient. It's a stringency that comes to a cooler. Why? Because what you do, if you can start counting the first day, okay, it's a chumrah, but then the 14 days by a girl, suddenly that boy laps from day number one. If you start counting from the second day, they lapse only if she's coming for another, another day. So therefore, which way should we go? We are worried from the first day, but but we don't start counting the, the, the seven or 40 days to the second day so that the days of Tara start afterwards. This way you you take you canvas all the chubras. So what are you telling us? The ain mixes you must conclude from here that the entire sack is filled with this fetus. Because if you can tell me only part of the sack is, has the fetus in it, then the is a Svex Veka. And the Svex Veka is, first of all, how do you know the part of the embryo had a sack, had, had a fetus in it? And even the embryonic sack. And even if the sack did have part of the fetus, I know it was only, if it was a majority or it was part. The Svex Veka, generally, we are lenient. So it must be that the fetus fills the entire sack. So there's only one suffix. Did the majority come out? To another, she gave birth or the minority, and therefore we are machm. Says the Gemara, that's the whole thing you're trying to tell us here that we are that we treat that we assume that the fetus fills the entire sack. Tanina, we already learned it regarding an animal, but the same concept we have a thing called a bemku. Bemku is you shech the mother, and there's a baby inside the womb, then you don't have to shech the baby because it's kosher, it's created with the shechita of the mother. So um, what happens if part of the sack came out of the mother and then it went back in? Shilya, shiyatza mixasa, if part of it came out before you shakti the behemoth, asura, you're not allowed to eat um, the sack. Ba'achila, you're not allowed to eat the sack. Then it's a simen vlad bi'isha, because the sack tells us there must be a fetus inside when it comes to a woman, and simen vlad behemoth, behemoth also tells us there must have been a vlad by this behemoth. So though, and therefore we are chayshish. That maybe the vlad, that the part of the embryo, the sack that came out, the vlad was in there as well. And we're saying that maybe the majority of the uber came out, and then the majority of the fetus came out, even though it went back in the mother. It's too late, <clears throat> and uh, and therefore no longer becomes kosher with the shchit of the mother. So what do we see clear from there? Well, be a sex faker unless we'll say that the fetus fills the entire sack. So we already know this concept. What did Ula in Abulaz's name tell us anything new? Says the Gemara, Ima Maslis, and if we only lose Bryce, I mean, I would have thought, no, who says that the embryo fills the entire sack? I never thought the Yesh Mikta Shilia Belevlad, it's possible that the fetus does not fill the entire sack. No, if it doesn't fill the entire sack, so we're saying that if a small part of the embryo of the mother came out, we are, um, we are Goizer, that you're not allowed to eat. From this sack, because maybe next time the entire embryo will come out, and 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 then for sure, and then it went back into the mother. Then for sure, you're not allowed to because the fetus came out. That's why we're machin because of exerin, nothing more than that. So that's what I mean when it says over here by an animal, you're not allowed to eat it. We are worried next time the entire sack comes out, and people will say, well. They'll say, you know why? You know why when part of the sack came out, you allowed to eat it because there's, there's, we don't see a vlad in there. 
There's no vlad at all. So even the tires that came out to say, well, there was no vlad. It went back into the mother. Nothing happened. And then we eating another day. They eat the sack. <clears throat> but when it comes to an ordinary woman, we are not worried if part of it comes out. Um, um, if we only followed this xera, then it would, we would not have made a xera by a woman. If part of the her sack came out, we would not say, "Oh." And there's a you know there's a speck speaker here whether the chalos of lada and even if maybe it's a minority, we would not say, "Oh, we should make a tummy anyway because we are geyser." We're not geyser at all because when the tire sack came out, we know that's considered birth by us, um, and the woman would have to follow the rules. So when Uma comes, the name of the and says that if part of the sack came out. We're going to be machmer. I is a sex fake. It must be the original sex fake because definitely the fetus fills the entire the, the entire um, sack, and it's only a question of whether it's majority or whether it is minority. <clears throat> yeah, Taisa says something here interesting. Taisa talks about when it comes to laws of tumor, we have a general rule. We learn from Satan. So if it's in a public place, even if in a public place, we're always even one suffix, we're very lenient. And if it's a private place, that even two sveikas. Uh, even the sex seeker, we are machmer. Right? That's the laws of Tumma. So what's going on over here? We, you know, what, we're saying because of the sex seeker, we would have made it made this woman tired. But if it's Lachayla, if it's considered in a public place, then even one suffer will be tired. And if it's a private place, then even two seekers does make a difference. The Tesis says here these words, which create a big controversy. That we're not talking about neither regarding the tumor if she touches Taurus, we're talking about whether she can have a relationship with her husband. What's Taisa saying? You're going to most Akharaim. The nidr, the Easter of nidr to husband is not a din in tumor. Not because she's tummy, the husband can't have anything to do with it. It's a din in Easter. It's an Easter, like Easter erva. And that's why the husband cannot have a din. And when it comes to the mikvah, the mikvah takes away the tumor. And when the tumor is gone, then the Easter of Erev is gone. Tumor we don't care about. We don't care the woman is coming, the husband has the relationship with her. Nidah is not a din of tumor, it's a din of Issa. Others disagree and they hold, what are you talking about? The whole end of Nidah is the idea of tumor. And a very controversial discussion. Then we more continues another din of Ullah, the name of Lazar. Amar Ullah, Amar Lazar. You know that when a baby is 30 days old, they have to do the firstborn. We have to do a pinion haben, even though bris miller we do it after eight days by a pinion haben. We do it after thirty. Why do we wait eight days by a pinion by a bris miller? We want to make sure the baby is healthy. So why by pinion haben to wait thirty days? Because um, just because uh, what do you call it? a baby is healthy eight days, not all babies will survive. And when it comes to dini mamanis, ain't holchim the mamanacha raves. The Torah says you got to wait thirty days. So they don't just say probability is not good enough. We need that to be one hundred percent sure, or at least as sure as possible. So we need to wait thirty days. So I have the Gemara says the following case. Machlek is Rashi takes another shem how to learn. Rashi learns the following: that should have survived but was killed within thirty days. So you would have thought, well, since in theory would have survived, I should pay. I should pay pinyin aben. Says the pasuk ain't pay no. You don't pay pinyin aben. Says, even if it was killed within 30 days, I should pay the pinion of Ben because it could have survived. No, you have to wait for 30 days. Jason totally disagrees. Jason says, Why would you even think that if the, that the child was killed within, before 30 days, you should get to the Ben? He says, very clearly, after 30 days, the Jason says, It's talking about over here that you live more than 30 days, but you're a traitor. The, the, this child is, is a traitor, has one of these defects that the child probably is not going to live too long. 
That's the question. Do you have to give Pidin Haben for a child that is a trait for not? And then there's a whole argument that you might well have places where the trait for survive, trait for chai or trait for ain't chai, whether the trait for general live or not. <clears throat> yeah. <clears throat> so um, the Gemara continues. Um, next next case, he said, Amar a large animal. We had this in the beginning of Kedushin. A large animal, how are you created by schlepping and dragging it? But we're not going to see with a clue that he just passed, transferred the reins. We answer Hudama Kaitan. He follows the following opinion. The Tanya we learned in Hebrew, small animal, large animal, you use Meshicha. So therefore, there's an opinion that says clearly Meshicha, and that's what Ula says in the name of Rabbi Another thing, two brothers want to divide their assets and this clothing that they wear that belongs to the state. Just because they're wearing it, you still have to assess it as part of the division of the assets. But the kids are wearing, they don't have to assess because we don't want to embarrass them or because the brothers are sometimes even what they're wearing themselves. You don't really put into the equation. Why not? Because everyone is obviously, why would that be? The elder brother, the Nikhle, they're happy going to dress like a mensch, the Nishtamen so that he can go out there and do business and, and help out the entire family. And uh, and people hear his opinion. People respect someone who dresses, you know, properly. And he's well kept. But Amrul, another din, Amr Abulaz, another din Abulaz says, we'll have this in Hamaskit more detail. We know that there's different kinds of shaman. A shaman is only liable for negligence. Whether that's a din in Shemira or that's a din in, in, in Mazik is a discussion we'll have in Hamaskit. And in a shaman sacher and a sacher, if you get paid or if you're hiring, you, um, you're responsible also for Geneva Veda, if you get lost or so no, you put more care into it. And a shayel pays for everything except mason machin alacha, unless it dies during the work that you hire, you hire for, or the owner is still there. So, Amar what happens if a shaymer shemasal shaymer? One shaymer, for whatever reason, had to leave, so he gave it over to another responsible shaymer and and, um, and and potter. And let's say it was stolen or lost, so the first shaymer is potter because the shaymer chinim is exempt from those things. I the owner can say, hey, but you gave it somebody else. The layman boy, you have to say, if he gave it to for sure he's putting because he upped the ante. He got a shaman who puts more care into it. Now, the shaman will have to pay for the neighbor and I've made a stolen or lost, but he doesn't pay it to the first shaman because we'll learn him after why should he make money out of somebody else's cow. It goes back to the original owner. So you don't have to say he improved the quality of the of the, of the guarding, of the watching it. Surely he's not negligent. Even if he was a Shemesach and he gave him a Shemesach. And what happened was, let's say, an accident, which the, 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 then, the, even though he lowered the standard, since what happened was an accident and he gave it to a responsible person, he's potter. He weakened, he reduced the Shemesach, and now he's potter. Why? He gave it to somebody who is intelligent. That's the first opinion. Comes along, that's the Ula, name of Abelazar. Says, no. Not only if you decreased the level of of um, of watching it, you made it worse. Even if you gave it to, if you improved it, why? 
I trust you, the Shur, I don't trust him with the Shur. And I'm after we say another reason, but there it says, I don't want my object to be in somebody else's hand. And being that Allah is in this case here, the reason is I I trust you that you swear to me that what's an action happen. I trust you. Then I have no idea where they are. They tell me an action happened. How do they not they're not lying? The African B is what would be if we know that the owner does trust that the other person involved from other situations where he used that person or he trusted that person, or what happens are witnesses as to what happened. So um in this, if we follow the reason over here, I, I don't believe them with the shvur, then obviously it's not an argument and he would be potter. But if the reason is I don't want, I, I have no right to give it to anybody else because I didn't give you permission, then you still be responsible. Another thing, Muhammad is an argument if an evid, an evid is treated like property, if somebody owns an evid, is it like property or is it like metal report we already had before? Judicial argument is an argument here. If an ever can be conquered, ever can be talked. And according to some of the shame, everyone agrees it's can be conquered. It's only by dinim the rabbanon. We're wondering whether it's like a like conquering the talk. Says the one. I'm allowed that hikos are dead. Men abodi halacha is that you can collect a loan from an asset which is an ever. So you might want to understand. I'm the nachalulah. I'm allowed that I feel in the yasmi. Uh, even from you saying, let's say the person died. If the person died, you only really take from property. You cannot take from the talking because the betalton of, of the Yusayim are not, are not indebted to the father's debts. So are you telling me that the Evan has inner property? Or is it like, no, Mine, only if the person is still alive. So if you want Mine, I can take from anything. I can take the shirt off his back if he can't pay me any other way. What's the chiddush that I can take his Evan as a form of payment? We're talking about the case over here. That he uh, put in three words, poi to hey koi. That I said that you will get paid from this evid. That and Abulaza Khidish is that if the, the borrower sold the evid, the lender has the right to go to the purchaser, even though the borrower borrower had other means of paying back. Go to the purchaser and take the evid back. So I to kay. This evid was put aside for me. Says the Every right to go to the purchase and take it back. If he makes it there's no right to go back and take it from a time, but why not? But a shoy gets sold, nobody knows about it. If it ever gets sold, people know about it. So therefore, that purchase should never avoid The boss of the offer after after Robert walked out of the room. After the Nach walked down the room, argued with Ula. Ula, Ula said, I don't care what Abnachman says. Abnachman argues that what? That they're metalkman. I say, Hokham Rablaz, I feel me as we collect the same thing because they have the same status as an asset. Abnachman said, Ishtamitin Ula, that Ula sort of wriggled his way out. He knew, or he wiggled his way out. He knew that I would ask him a bunch of questions. So he didn't want to say that he maintained his opinion. But there was a story in the Doi of Agbedai in the Doi, and the Dayan in the Doi collected um, from the, the, the slave, uh, a loan from the slave, because they felt that he has been like property. Abu Pabdisa's story in Pabdisa of Agbed of Khalabizma. Abu Nachman Zilu Abdul Nachman said, You better return the, this Evid, because he lay a Magbin of Kadai, I'll take from your palace, and nobody had nothing, you're wrong. An Evid is only Metalkan. Um, what do you mean? You have Ula said that's like property. is like property. You're alone opinion. You're saying it's like metal, portable goods. 
Amalei said, All I know is I know Bereishis. That's a kind of approval. You lend money and you don't want to cancel it, so give it over to like a peasant. And approval is al alkaki. You need to have some kind of a property. And a property would say as if you already got paid. The ain't chol al but you cannot use the the avodim as property because avodim are not considered land. If you buy land, you get the metalkin with it as well, like you know, secondary to it. If you buy slaves, the metalkin come flowing with it. So as he says in there, that slaves actually the metalkin. I followed that bracer. Okay, tomorrow, Mr. Shams.